Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Welcome to the Tell It Abs It Is podcast. Your home for everything Colorado Avalanche on the Hockey Podcast Network. Here's your hosts, Griffin Youngs and Christian Boulay. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another edition of the Tell It Abs It Is podcast on the Hockey Podcast Network. I'm Griffin Youngs, joined by Christian Boulay, as always, as we march on with our player review slash preview series, continuing continuing with the defense and everybody's favorite player and everybody's favorite topic of conversation that just never gets old apparently sam gerard who had a season to say the least he had about half of a playoff run and definitely has some things to prove next season yes um i will never understand why this guy gets picked on so much by Well, I mean, we know why, but when he's healthy and when he's playing, like, we're, what, 18 months removed from him being a Norris contender when Kale McCarr was out in that 2021 season? Yeah, that feels so long ago. Right? Like, we're, we're probably like 18, 20 months removed from that, where he was shouldering so much for the abs while Kale McCarr was out and was doing a very damn good job. Um, and then... I think he got COVID, right? And he was out for a little bit after that. And then he kind of kind of fell off a little bit. But um, we're not far removed from seeing what Samuel Gerrard could bring to this team. And everyone who's listening knows my stance on where I have Sam Gerrard in the ads future plans. Um, but I'm excited to talk some more about him and just really um, hopefully get some more people on our side. 
Yeah, because we really did kind of beat this to death earlier yeah. in the offseason because there was that weird point like a week after free agency started where there was just nothing to talk about for a while. Oh, yeah. No, you heard and the same. For some ideas. reason, Sam Gerard just kept getting brought up in completely unfounded trade rumors that were not founded by anything other than speculation on how we'd make Nazem Kadri fit, which never really made any sense. Now, I will say this. This is not going to turn into a blind defend Sam Gerard at all points conversation. We're going to talk very honestly about Sam Gerard, what happened this season, how realistically over the last couple of years, he has kind of stayed the same outside of a couple big up stretches and some down stretches that for the most part, season over season, kind of the same. And we'll be real. This last season wasn't great for him. It was good. But there was a lot of things in the way. There was some injuries he was clearly suffering through. Early in the season, he had a hard time getting going. He faced a lot of pretty nasty hits. That one from Stamkos against Tampa in the beginning of the season is the one that always sticks out to me. And it seemed like he could never really settle in. He got surgery. He had a back injury who, for who knows how long. It was really capitalized on by Calgary in that first game against them. Oh, he was so bad in that game. He was was awful in that game. And I think two or three games later, I think someone just had to step in and be like, this is not good enough. We need to fix this now. He comes back and in the playoffs is, I'd say, decent. The early stretch of the St. That first game against St. Louis, he was phenomenal in. It it sucks. It's it's just how Sam Gerard's season went because he played his best game, like you said, in game one. Um, against St. Louis, and then game two, I, I thought he was pretty good. No um, one was good in that game. He yeah. was okay. He was okay. And then in game three, what was it, like a minute in? His, <laughs> gets, his first shift, like I think he, he played about 30, 30 seconds. He got hit with the force of a Mack truck and shattered his collarbone. No, it was, what was it? His, his sternum. Uh, sternum. He broke his yeah. chest. <laughs> yeah, he, bro- he broke not his just his chest, not his ribs, the front of his yeah. chest, you know. The injury you usually see reserved for uh, car crashes. Yeah. So I, I will agree with you. It definitely wasn't uh, Sam Gerard's best season. Um, I do think he was battling that back injury a lot longer than we knew. Um, there, I'd say it probably at least a month. Yeah. He, he was battling it for a while. Um, and he, he just never really got in a groove um, that we're used to seeing Sam Gerard do. I do think him and Josh Manson form a pretty formidable pairing on defense, whether they're going to be the second pair or the third pair. Um, I'd really, I've, I've said the argument, like when we had these conversations a while ago, whether it is the second pair or the third pair, I'd argue they're both second pairs. So it doesn't matter. Yeah. It doesn't matter. They'll play the same amount of ice time. Um, but I really liked what him and Josh Manson did in the playoffs until Gerard got hurt. Like they were, they were pretty, great pairing. Yeah. They were really good for each other. Um, cause Josh Manson is what Eric Johnson was three, four years ago. Yeah. Uh, and I think we also forget that there were some points where we were disappointed in Sam Gerard during the season. And we'll get to this when we cover his episode, Eric Johnson was not his best during the regular season either. And that was supposed to be the mix. And early in the season, it worked really well. It seemed like the further we got on into the season, Gerard was banged up. EJ was not playing great. We forget he was a healthy scratch towards the end of the season a little bit. Neither of them were really playing well, and I feel like both kind of contributed to each other at certain points. Once Manson came in and Gerard was healthy, that really worked. Yeah, it worked really, really well. Um, you could tell Gerard had fresh legs, and he he was definitely 100% healthy. Um, for a while, at least. For a while. Uh, but we know what Sam Gerard is. 
He's a good puck moving defenseman. He's solid defensively. Um, he's obviously not the biggest defender. Um, and that's where people will. Is he? I've, I've never heard anyone yeah. that. Yeah, believe it or not, he's not very big. Um, but when he's put in the right situation and with the right D partner, he can flourish. And I don't necessarily think he had that opportunity this year. Um, part of that was because of his lackluster play. And like you said, EJ wasn't great to start the year. He was out there with Jack Johnson a lot too. So, I mean, like he didn't have the greatest D partner, but once he got in there with Manson, they looked really, really good. Yeah, it felt like once Sam Gerrard was injury-free towards the end of the season, it was able to get a couple of games under his belt. That was the best version of Sam Gerrard we got all season. Early in the season, he was relied on a lot. He was eating a ton of minutes. Quite frankly, was pretty bad early in the season, but so were a lot of guys. And once guys started coming back and he starts eating up minutes again, there's a little stretch in November where he's playing – 22, 20 minutes a night. There was a game against San. I totally forgot this game where he just had like four points against San Jose. Yeah. Like before New Year's was when Sam Gerard was as advertised. There was a game against Nashville on the 16th. I was just looking at that you one. That, 31 minutes. That was that was the COVID over. game. That was yeah. the COVID game. Or, yeah. That was San Jose. That wasn't even an overtime game. They just played him for 31 yeah. minutes in that game. But yeah, I mean, Gerard, it just felt like he could never really get into a rhythm this season. I think that's the best way to put it um, because if you look at his stats for this year, they weren't terrible. They weren't I mean, terrible. They they seemed like in line with what he's done in previous seasons. It seemed a lot worse than it actually was. Um, I mean, last year in the 2021 season or 2020, 2021 season, we talked about that. He was plus 15, 32 points, pretty solid production in those. Yeah. You games. Look at that too. 48 game, 32 points in 48 games. Like he was excellent in the last yes. season. He was excellent. And then in this one, I mean, he finishes with 28 points, five goals, 23 assists. Definitely not the Sam Gerrard we've become used to seeing. But I I really do think that month he probably played with that back injury. And who knows? It could have been longer because Sam Gerrard's a tough son of a gun. Um, it could have been a lot more than we were anticipating. But I look at his stats this year, and the only one that's concerning to me is the minus four. Um because everything else kind of lines up with where he is in his career. I mean, goals, he's been remarkably consistent at four or five. <laughs> remarkably consistent. Yeah, and I think a lot of those minuses, if you look towards that period around that injury, there's a couple of games like minus two. My, there's like four straight games of minus right before he was taken out of the lineup. I think that was the point where people were like, okay, the, something, something's got to be fixed here. Yeah. He's, he's not... He couldn't move. Like, I I always remember that. I forget who scored it for Calgary, but it was Gerard going up against Kachuk. And Gerard just couldn't even go into the board with him. He just, like, kind of lightly poked at him from a distance and, and just fell flat in his face on his belly. Right. And it was just like, we in the moment, me and you were both like, there's something very clearly yeah. wrong here. Something is wrong. And three well, games later, he has surgery. Yeah. Well, and here's the thing, too. We've realized this with Sam Gerard. We've watched enough Sam Gerard. He's a very confidence-based player. Um, if his confidence isn't there, he's not going to particularly perform well. His, right. his He has the skill set to be a like 45, 50-point defenseman, I'd say. I, I think that's a fair. That's pretty fair. Like more, Probably more towards the 40 range. But if his confidence isn't there, I, like I compare him and Berkey very similar. Like They're two very confidence-based players because if their confidence is high – 
they're going to score a shit ton. But if it's low, you, you're lucky if you can scrounge out and assist in a five-game stretch. Right, and it also doesn't help when the confidence isn't there and the body's not working the same mm-hmm. as it used to either. And with Gerard, I think with this whole conversation around Gerard, there's two like massive camps. Gerard sucks, he can't do anything, and Gerard is perfect and can't do anything. It's, it sits in the middle. Yep. Gerard is not Kale McCarr, and it's unfair to hold him to the same standard as Kale McCarr, just like it is for everyone else to hold the, the same standard as Kale McCarr. McCarr is leaps and bounds above everybody else in the league. And Gerard is a second pair defenseman. His job is to move the puck and eat a lot of minutes and keep the puck off of the other team's stick. And if he is playing defense in his own zone, he can handle that pretty well because he has great stick work. Can he take hits? Generally not. He tends to take a lot of hits from behind. He tends to get hurt every now and again. He takes those hits. Was it Barbashev who hit him on the blues? I believe. I want to say that's right. Yeah, I believe it was Barbashev. There were a especially early in the season, he was the guy taking a lot of hits. And let's face it, it's not entirely his fault. He gets targeted because he is a smaller guy on the Avs team and players do stuff like that in professional sports. They go after a guy who is smaller because they can hit him harder. That's just what they do. So I think now he's 24 and we, (laughs) that's that's crazy because he's been around since the Matt Duchesne trade, which was what, six, five years ago? Four or five years ago. Yeah, 2017, we're coming up on. Yeah, we're coming up on year, yeah, it was 2017, yeah. November 2017, so we're coming up on five years of that. So Gerard basically started here the, the moment that trade happened. So he's been around for a minute at this point. And I feel like we kind of now know what he is. He has his big contract and his big extension. My only thing is this season, I think we need to see a jump from what has been with Sam Gerrard. Because last season, not the last season, the, the shortened season, he was great. Yep. Especially when Kale McCarr was out, he was helping to carry the load. He was being the puck mover. He was the quarterback on the power play and everything. This season, there was a lot of stuff getting in the way. A lot of injuries to him, a lot of injuries to his D partners. And when they were healthy, his D partners weren't that great. And then when they were fine, he wasn't great. And then he comes back, plays 10 games with Josh Manson, breaks his, what, what was it? His clavicle? Sternum. 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 I, I, I've said everything <laughs> but sternum so far. You're, you're, you're close. There's only so I'm many. In, there's only so much in the front yeah. of your chest right there. So he broke his sternum in game three of the second round, never saw the ice again. We need to see a jump from Sam Gerrard this season where he's kind of been stagnant point-wise. He's been kind of the same player, I feel like, for the last three years. Took a little bit of a dip this season. If he can take that jump up to a 45-point defenseman and be in the lineup 75, preferably 82 games, I think that's what we should hope for. Because let's face it, $5 million when it was signed looked like an amazing contract. Now it looks fair. It looks like fair money. I think that's and for the first time, I really think he has pressure. Um, right, from it's, guy we'll, it's from not guy we'll talk about soon. It's not cute anymore. Yeah, you no, know, you're not. You're not 22. You're you're 24. You know, time. You're not really a young. You're young, but 25 is really when you stop being a young player, and it's like you've been around for a minute now. Yeah, and I mean, he has pressure from Bo Byram. Um, Bo Byram, by all counts, is the next heir apparent to be second best defenseman on this team. And there were times in the season when Byron was healthy that he was better than Sam Gerard, yes. and he's four years younger. And that, that's that's fine. 
Um, that's a good thing. Let's make that good. That's a yeah, good thing. That's a really good thing. But I really do. I consider myself a huge Sam Gerard supporter. But if stuff doesn't get better this year, he becomes expendable. Hey, everybody. Hope you've been enjoying this episode so far. Interrupting to bring you a word from our sponsor at DraftKings Sportsbook. College football is back. It's time to enjoy the tradition, the fun, and the great offers from DraftKings Sportsbook. To celebrate one of the best times of year right now, new customers can bet just $5 on any team and get $200 in free bets instantly, win or lose. If that's not enough action, you can place a same-game parlay for a shot at an even bigger payout. All you got to do is combine multiple bets into one, like which team will get the win, which team will score first, and all that. You probably know how parlays work by now. I don't need to tell you. But best of all, DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable, so you can deposit and withdraw your cash whenever you want. So what are you waiting for? Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code THPN, bet just $5 on college football, and get $200 in free bets instantly. That's code THPN only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older in most eligible states, but age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com Sportsbook for terms and resources. See show notes for details. Now, back to the episode. He does. He I does. mean, he'll have, he'll have four years left at $5 million. And let's say he finishes next season with pretty much the same stat line. Let's say 32 points. He's in and out every now and again, has an okay playoff. There's going to be a time where you got to make room somewhere. Yep. The Sam Gerard trade rumors don't just materialize out of thin air because he's small. You know, there is some merit of sense to it. It doesn't make sense right now, but if we're in the exact same spot next season, then yeah, it kind of does start to make sense. He's 25 at that point. He has four years left. It takes him to he's 29. And at some point you're going to need more money, especially yeah. when that McKinnon extension kicks in. And, and then you got new hook and Byram coming up too. Right. You get right. new hook and Byram at the same time. And you're going to need other guys. Like there are guys that are not on the team right now that are going to be at this point next year that are going to be getting paid money. Yep. Sam Gerard next season needs to prove that he is irreplaceable. That he and Bo Byram along with Taze and McCarr make this team unstoppable. He needs to be a part of that group. And he has the potential to do it. I, I really do. Th I really do think he can, he does um, and that he can do it. I, there were rumors when he first, like when he came back from his back injury, remember how they were putting him and Byram out together on a D on a D pair. I like that D pair a lot. That's a lot. That's a really good D pair. Um, I'm excited to see it because when Gerard is healthy and right, he's fantastic. I mean, you take a look at his, at his season uh, career logs in 2018, 2019, he played the full 82 games. He shot the puck 116 times. He doesn't shoot the puck anymore. He, he's, he went down to 96 in 2020, 79 in the shortened season. Then he had 79 again this year. Well, let's also say 79 and 48 games shortened season, 79 and 67 games this yeah. year. So it did go down. It did go down. So I, I don't know what happened in that time. Um, but for Sam Gerard to reach that level, he needs to one, stay healthy and just be a confident hockey player because he's a damn good defenseman when he's healthy. 
And when he's playing confident, he's he'd be a top four defenseman on any team in the league. Yeah, I'd argue top pair on most teams. Yeah. Like he's a great puck moving defenseman. He's got a great vision for passing. Um, and we just have not seen that the past couple of years. Well, not past couple of years. We didn't see it last year. Yeah, it just seemed like he couldn't get comfortable last year is just generally what it comes back to. He couldn't get comfortable. Also, I'm going to get totally off topic here because this is really distracting. Did Sam Gerard take a face off in 2019? Because his <laughs> face off percentage there is 100%. Way to go, Sammy. I, I guess at one point, Sam Gerard took a face off and I just don't remember it. I don't know. <laughs> I, don't that, I was like, what is this 100 on face off percent? What happened here? Why? Uh, had to have been like three on three over time. That's 100% randomly in 2018, 19, but he took a face off and he won it. So Love it. I don't know how that came about, but apparently he did it. I totally just forgot what I was saying. But yeah. No, you're good. But I mean, I think we're both under the same mindset that sam gerard needs to have a bounce back year yeah he i mean to. and there he was good last season but you need to be better than good on this team good good means great so we'll get value back for you in a trade next season yeah and i i, I do think he's going to be great um he has a lot to prove this year he does and he's got a lot to prove to a lot of people even though the abs won the stanley cup he wasn't on that game six roster he was hurt in game three outside of his control i know but i feel like that was our our price to pay for winning the cup as we have to endure more sam gerard conversations is, is this guy enough can you win with this guy in the lineup and even even though we did win we didn't win with gerard so we still got to keep up this conversation time after time again and after every mistake he makes next season it's gonna be you gotta trade this guy he sucks and after every good thing he does it's going to be, it's just going to keep going back and forth until we either die or he's traded. Yeah. And like my, my vision, my opinion of this is that, yeah, we won the cup without Sam Gerard, but we didn't win it because he was out. We, we played with five defensemen the entire rest of the right. playoffs. We, we won um, in spite of Sam yeah. Gerard being injured, which is an accomplishment. Yes. I mean, Jack Johnson, you look at his ice time in the playoffs. He, he played like nine minutes a game, which for a defenseman is absurdly low. Jack Johnson um, was playing because we needed to ice somebody. Yeah. So I would ask Avs fans, is there a better defenseman that you can add to this lineup that is better than Sam Gerard, who would, cost this much I, I don't think so of the free agent class like john klingberg we both think is okay okay i mean like nick letty is okay like well, the other free agent defensemen weren't that great and so, they don't they don't have the ceiling that sam gerard yeah. has those guys are in their 30s we know what they are sam gerard can be something special still he can be i'm gonna like i just know how this is gonna shape up is it's gonna be like two years from now and the abs he'll disappoint and then he'll get traded to like a like an Ottawa or something like that, and they'll put up like 70 points one year, and you'll be like, oh, damn, I wish you could have done that with the Avs, because that's just what his career is screaming to me right now. Yeah, like Sam Gerrard, he has all of the tools, and he's put them together partially, and partially has still landed him a top-four spot on the best yeah. defense in the NHL. Him going anywhere else, especially a bottom-tier team, he is instantly top pair, most likely let's face it, number one on some of these terrible teams, unless he goes somewhere like Buffalo or then he's partnered with Darlene or something like that. That'd be but, a sick duo. Yeah, that'd be a sick <laughs> duo. Adding Sam Gerrard to any defense makes it better. Yes. So you might as well have him. 
Yeah. And I, I really think he's going to bounce back next year. Um, I don't know. I, I'm hesitant to say he gets to 50 points just because I don't, I don't think, think so. I, I don't think he's going to get that much ice time unless something happens to McCarr or Daves. Um, but if he can put up like 45 points. Yeah. I mean, 40, 45 points and continues to eat up a ton of minutes because that's what he does. He takes the pressure off of Devontae's and Kale McCarr and plays 23 minutes a night, most nights, and is very good at keeping the puck off of the other team's stick. That's his job. Yeah. Um. So if we're going into predictions for next year, I do think he has a bounce back year. Um. Point-wise, I'm going to say 45. I'm hesitant to even give him more than five goals because that's more than his career high. Um. But if he can go up and get like six or seven goals and throw in like 35 assists. And for him, if he can be like plus 10, I think that's a pretty good bounce back year for him. Yeah. And like, and for stats with a guy like Gerard and any defenseman, it's all just kind of, you take it if you can get it. And defensively, like people act like Gerard sucks defensively. That's He's good. It's just not true. He's not very physical, but he can still be good defensively. There's still a camp that He's believes smart. that physicality and defense have to be the same thing. They don't have to be the same thing. He's smart with his stick. He's always in the right spot and is very good at breaking up plays and getting the puck out of the zone and keeping it in his own zone. He doesn't yes. have to always be knocking people into the 200s to be good at defense. Yeah, and he has the greatest spin move of all time. I'll throw that. Right, like exactly. It's it's a patent one. If you've sat with me at a game, you every time he does it, I just scream out the nad. Um DenverNoseweeds.com, buy the shirt. Yeah. <laughs> but uh I I really do think he's gonna bounce back, but I do think there's some merit that if we do see another year of stagnant growth from him, he becomes expendable. Yeah, because and... let's face it, the Avs have the best one through six in the NHL, and they kind of have a Sam Gerard in the wings in Sean Barron's. Who yes. let's I would find it so hilarious if we trade Sam Gerard and we bring up Sean Barons and then we just continue to have that super small defenseman <laughs> fucking conversation with Sean Barons that we've had with Sam Gerard because Sean Barons is essentially the same build and plays the same role. I, I think he's a little bit smaller wait. than Gerard too. I think he is too. I'm trying to find his thing on here. I cannot wait for that day. Because he's he's five ten, he, he plays seven more pounds than Sam Gerrard does. Cool. So that, that'll make some people happy. The nineteen year old Sean Barons, right? He's, he's going to grow more. He's still only nineteen, but I cannot wait for that day if Gerrard gets traded and we bring up Sean Barons and nothing changes. Yeah, they're the exact same player. And then until Sean Barons is twenty five, we're having the same conversation of can you win with a five ten defenseman in your top four? And it's just. It sucks, um, but it's kind of fun. Yeah, it's kind of fun. I, I'm just at that point right now where I've said my piece on Sam Gerard. I know how good Sam Gerard is, but if he doesn't exceed expectations a little bit next year, he does become expendable. He yeah. needs to stay healthy for a playoffs. Every time the Avs are in the playoffs, it seems like he gets hurt. Right, he um, either gets hurt or he's just not playing very well. In, yeah. in the Vegas series, he was bad. A lot of people point out the Vegas series for him. Yeah, he was bad. So was everybody in that yeah. series. And the thing with the the injury last season is like, yeah, it sucked. 
There was nothing he could have done about no. it. He got hit with the force of a truck and broke his sternum. Got it got right, it right this that time. time. Got it right this time. And like, that doesn't happen. Like, you don't just break your, you got to either be like hit with a sledgehammer or hit like with a car. Yeah. Like, that's generally the only way that happens. Yeah. It's not easy to break your sternum. It's not, no. like injury prone is a term that gets on my nerves a lot. It's not a skill. Like, it's just. I don't know, man. Break. Andre Burakovsky has a skill of taking hand pucks to the He's hand. got magnets in his wrist. Yeah. That's different. <laughs> like that, that man was born with magnetism to pucks that just are attracted to his wrists. So they shatter. Yeah. Every time it. I, I agree with you. I don't think he's injury prone. I just I don't think, I don't think anybody's injury prone. I just think there's bad luck with yeah. a lot of people. And in contact sports, you're going to take hits that fucking hurt. Yeah. Well, on that play where he got hurt too, he made the right play. He got yeah. the puck out of the zone. <laughs> like he made the right play again. Yeah. Um, and Barbashev was a split second from being super late on that hit. Yeah. He was he was just enough in that gray area where after Gerard had the puck that he could hit him and it's not a late hit. Yeah. So lit second I, later, that's a late hit in the suspension. Yeah. I mean, he left his feet still too, in my opinion, but uh, I'm not going to digress. We won the a couple of years. Yeah. The, the game three is a touchy subject for yeah. St. Louis fans. So. Um, but I mean, like that's, I'm just, I'm just really excited to have Sam Gerard prove all the haters wrong this year. Um, and if he doesn't, then I may yield. I may yield my Sam Gerard um, support because well, it might not be up to us. It might get yeah. traded. Yeah, I mean, I I do not think there's any chance they ever trade Sam Gerard at the trade deadline. No, they're if not. Like, that's anything not, about that's not a trade deadline yeah. move. Like um, unless you're getting like I'm gonna wretch saying this, but just as example, Patrick Kane, like something yeah. like that. JT, I don't know all the trade deadline options. It's yeah. August. I don't care yet, but like stuff like that. You're trading Gerard for a bona fide upgrade at center. That's the only thing that makes sense at the deadline. Even then, that doesn't make a ton of deadline no. sense. Not for a contender like the Avs. Yeah. That's that an is, off. It's an off season move, right? It's an off season move. You you subtract from an area of strength to address an area uh, of weakness like center depth right now. Yeah. It didn't make sense this off season to do that with Nazem Kadri. It wouldn't it make sense to trade a 24-year-old defenseman who makes $5 million to sign a 31-year-old to seven years at $7 million. Yeah, It doesn't make sense. It would have been a bad deal. So I'm excited for Sam Girard this year. I'm really hoping he can stay healthy um, and get back to the Sam Girard that we know he can be. I mean, I, I wonder, like, I don't know the psyche of players. I don't know these guys personally. Like, did, did the does he hear the chatter about all this stuff? Did it affect his play this year? I mean, because if so, it's going to be even worse this year because the chatter was at an all-time high this start of this offseason. I, I think this team is good about that stuff, and they'll be very sure that, like, he knows that we were never trading you. That stuff yeah. all just comes from the outside. Sam Gerard strikes me as a very level-headed person. Yeah, so. but as any human being, I just right. wonder, like, if, if his confidence was a little shaken after the Vegas series and he just did not perform to the Sam Gerard expectations he usually does in this regular season. Um, so yeah, I'm hoping I mean, it, it might turn into a thing where the pressure is immense and always on him here. He gets traded and goes somewhere else and is able to just relax. It's what happened with Berkey in yeah. Washington and coming to Colorado. He was always under fire in Washington, always under pressure. To be fair, it was also from coaches as well, not just from fans and everybody. He comes to Colorado, gets a consistent role, 
and people leave him alone and he turns into a fine player. Yeah, he turns into a good player. I think the biggest thing you can take away from Sam Gerrard is that uh, his coaches trust him because whenever he's healthy, he's on the yeah. ice. That That's the thing I think we don't talk about enough is like what we think doesn't matter. Yeah. What Jared Bednar and Joe Sackick and Chris McFarland think about Sam Gerrard does. And yes. they trust him every single time that there is a tough position and we're down a goal or we need to defend a lead and it's late in the third period. Sam Gerrard's out there. If we if they didn't trust Sam Gerrard, we would know about it by now. It's yeah. been four years. He's out there. He plays consistently 21, 22, 23 minutes. Um, and as long as he has the confidence of the coaches, I'm always going to have confidence in him too. Right. This yeah. organization has earned our trust that they're making the right decisions with players. If they didn't think Sam Gerrard could handle those minutes, he wouldn't play them yep. and he would have been traded already. They trust in his ability and trust that he fits into the defensive system that they have built. And he does him and Josh Manson together is a great, perfectly balanced pairing that yes. I think you give them a training camp and a full season to work through and both of them stay healthy. That is something dangerous. Yes. It's something dangerous. I mean, I'd love to talk to Nolan Pratt who just runs the ads defense and just be like, what, what do people get wrong about Sam Gerard the most? Like, I would just love to pick his brain about that because they know hockey better than we do. And I'm not the smartest hockey mind. I consider myself just above the idiot level. Like I'm, I'm just good enough. Um, but to tr talk to true hockey guys and figure out where they picture Sam Gerard, I imagine it's pretty highly. I mean, you gotta like, you gotta respect his game and he's just a really solid defenseman. And I really, with all my, if there's one player I'm rooting for the most this year, it's actually the Sam Gerard. And then the player I'm rooting for most is the player we're going to talk about in the next episode is Bowen Byram. Those are the two players that I'm like, I, I want those guys to play a full 82 games and have very successful years. Right. And I'm exactly the same way, but why don't we wrap up with our final prediction for what Sam Gerard does next season. And we'll give him a grade and wrap this one up. Yep. Um. So for predictions, like I said, I think 45 points would be a great season for Sam Gerrard. I don't know if he gets there just because he's he's not the number one scoring defenseman on the team. Like that's Makar Taves. And if Byram stays healthy, Byram's going to be number three. Um, but I think if you can get 45 points out of him, um, you'll be happy. My biggest thing is if he's got a good, a good plus minus and he can show that he's good defensively. Uh, that's kind of what I'm looking for. And for a grade... I mean, I'm, I'm going to be a fair grade. I think B minus is probably fair for him. Maybe a B. That's as high as I go. Because the highs were were pretty rare last year for Sam Gerrard. Um, and a lot of that stuff was out of his control with the injuries. So I think B minus is probably a fair grade for him. Yeah, I feel the same way. I'm going seven goals, 32 assists, or 35 assists for 42 points. I think that's a realistic expectation and one that – we should expect him to reach. He's been in the NHL long enough. It's like I mentioned earlier in the episode. It's like you can't keep waiting for growth to happen. Sam Gerrard at a base level is a good player. There's still more room to grow that I feel like we just kind of keep waiting for. It's got to happen yep. at some point. I believe it will happen this season. But if it doesn't, then we really got to have a conversation. I think he's going to have a great season. He's going to put up some goals. He's going to put up some assists, and he's just going to – play his role in the system perfectly fine. Because yeah. also if he doesn't play his role and he finishes out the season on the team, and he's just not very good. He's going to get replaced by Byram and just going to be yeah. playing third pair minutes. 
So we'll see where all that goes. I B minus, I feel is fair. Like I want like I feel like C plus is a little too I think it's a little too harsh. harsh. Yeah, a little too harsh. I feel like B minus is fair. It's enough of a passing grade. It's not great, but it's good. Good good enough to get the job done. And he needs to be probably at a B plus A minus level next year. Yeah. And you can do it. You want everyone to be A plus. Yeah. But that's unlikely. But if you can get B plus A minus out of uh out of Sam Gerard next year, you will be um hopefully you have the best defense in the NHL. Yeah. You're gonna be hoisting another Stanley Cup in your future. Exactly. So B minuses across the board for Gerard. That's going to do it for us on this edition of the Tell Abs It Is podcast on the Hockey Podcast Network. Speaking of defensemen, check out the All Hail Kale shirts on DenverNosebleeds.com. We just released them a couple of days ago. Super cool design of Kale McCarr on his throne, surrounded by a Stanley Cup, the Conn Smythe, and the Norris Trophy. Get yours while supplies last at DenverNosebleeds.com. Use promo code TELLITABSITIS on SeatGeek for $20 off your first order of $50 or more. If you want to follow us on Twitter, you can follow me at GYoungsNHL. You can follow Christian at Christian underscore Belay. And you can follow the show at TELLITABSITIS. But we will be back in a couple of days talking about my new favorite Avalanche player, Bowen Byram. I'm going to get that jersey soon, but we'll talk about all of that on the next episode. But until then... Let's go abs.